0: It's your old pal, the Cryptkeeper. Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy P. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to
1: Quality Time.
2: Quality Time Podcast.
1: And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. Quality time the dangling stuff. And, and you're listening to
0: Quality Time Broadcast.
3: And they pay
4: your mom went to florida to crush box or (laughs) yeah
5: that's that's one of those hateful things that dad would say which kind of (laughs) makes our our heart warm so
3: it was very nice and you know what else makes our heart warm another exciting episode of quality time welcome back it's the new year baby we're living in the year 2023 the future is upon us i am one third of your host uh mr eric woodworth and i'm joined by the very lovely the very talented miss ashley Pontius. ashley how are you doing in this new year
4: oh man i'm doing great daddy it hasn't set in yet can't wait to be disappointed I- uh,
3: no. let me just let me just start off by saying the ashley uh do we need a wellness check counter has been set to zero days in 2023 <laughs> so turn up we're doing good so far. We're starting with a fresh slate, and I'm excited about it.
4: Yeah. Yep. No No accidents on the job yet.
3: Hell, uh. hell yeah. Uh, I'm also joined by my blood, my brother, uh, the man who's had more strokes than anybody else on this podcast, Mr. Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you doing, sir? And tell us how your speech is going to be improving going into 2023
5: there's one thing about this uh year i'm speechless
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh excellent excellent look see uh, let, let j- me let me just say one more thing yeah <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> finally now we know he's back um but no i, I it's I exciting billy. i love billy squire it's exciting. Our last episode, we've had two holidays that have uh, eclipsed us. We're actually recording this on New Year's Day, uh, but it's a new year, and Christmas is now over and past us, and we've started off fresh and new, and uh, a new movie to boot. Uh, but, you know, just to just to recap a little bit of what you guys have missed in the last few weeks, uh, I, if you don't mind me, go ahead and start it off. Uh, we had... Um, I had Christmas uh, shows with Die Laughing Productions, which all went swimmingly well. Uh, I avoided getting COVID for the most part, which is very nice. So that's a big plus. Something I didn't do last year, totally got COVID on New Year's. So, uh, hey, and you know what? Hey, listen, not to say that I've completely out of it, but I'm feeling pretty good about myself on that one. Um, But the... uh, uh the DLP folks, uh the Die Laughing Agenda, if you will, uh I got secret we had a secret Santa amongst us. And my uh secret Santa was the was the great Rob Mayer. And Rob Mayer, his gift to me uh was um let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I, he got me eight shot glasses eight shot glasses that when you line them up they spell out the phrase boy pussy and (laughs) let me tell you it's a real showpiece around the house here uh i'm loving it it's all the boy pussy you can drink and you know i thought really what a thoughtful gift from a dear friend
4: yeah that's wonderful, Eric.
3: So I, I, I invite you guys over when we have, uh, we have a show recorded here at the uh, Quality Time Studios that we can all partake in Boy Pussy. Uh, which I think is going to be great and you know what I got a pretty swell gift from uh, from Ashley Pontius and my brother as well for Christmas you got me this pretty awesome glow in the dark they live shirt which hasn't been mentioned yet uh, I'm waiting for the right day to prop it out because it's kind of cold season and I feel like it's a summertime it's a summertime attire where the night can really shine um, and I'm not wearing something over top of it to also keep know. myself warm, but I am excited to pop this thing out, and I'm very grateful that you got it for me.
4: Oh, absolutely.
3: So, um and Jeremy, let's, actually, I have Jeremy's gift right here. Do you want to look in, oh, would you like to try to guess what Jeremy got me, Ashley?
4: Well, I assume it's not the collector's edition of The Killer Clown Meets the Candy. Cane.
3: No, siree, Bob. It is not okay. the collector's edition. Let's okay. see. Well, this is uh, pretty... Yeah, I I'll, I I'll, I'll open up to you if there's any guesses as to what I received from The, him.
4: the only other guess I was going to have is that one of the rats Jeremy captured, he pickled it. And <laughs> that it would deep. be
3: pretty good. I would love no, a pickled I'm rat.
4: <laughs> I'm out of guesses. I so,
3: I, I I saw a
5: um I I, I think it was either real or a TikTok and I was really really tickled about it. Is that they like these? Um, what, what is it? What is that? Steven Spielberg, Jurassic Park, or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that they find uh, things in in amber, and I don't mm-hmm. mean, like the porn star. I mean amber. The, yeah, you know
3: no amber turd, not amber heard. I got gotcha.
5: you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Found in in amber. Uh, is that they big big ass? I don't know if it was like a tick or it might have been some sort of insect that there, there's so much that is, that is uh, gooped, gooped in, in, in the amber, but it's it's almost like a shell left in the amber. And you oh. can see that there's some some sort of goopy uh, uh, liquid inside whatever the tick or the, the flea. Oh,
3: so like some fresh DNA.
5: And also the fact that the, the amber is still hard. But also, you can see it almost like like the little um, what what are you call those little things that where you you put a level penis on on, uh, on on for for like a level a uh, 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 brick wall or something? Yeah, a leveler. So there's a little little bit of uh, 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 air bubble of whatever little tick is. Still- oh. oh, so
3: like he was breathing in there a little bit? Okay. So it's a little so it's like a little level is that and, uh, is that what you got me for christmas
5: no i i just think i i see things online because i see things that i should never see on the web
3: so
4: i was gonna say no jeremy means like whenever you fart as a woman and it slips up the front
3: <laughs> yeah bubbling up them flaps <laughs> 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 Uh, I like, I imagine when ladies <laughs> fart, it sounds like, uh, what's his name from Futurama? Like,
4: <laughs>
3: Zoidberg. Zoidberg. There you go. Uh, I,
4: <laughs> I I am the most unpopular Batman villain. I'm like, they call me the bubbler.
5: <laughs> I think there's a, a different, a difference in women, um, farts one, one, like the one that you noise, you made noise all, already for the blah, blah. But if it's, if it's another another
3: uh, woman that farts, it's usually like, oh. Very nice. So, <laughs> Jeremy, even though you got me the gift, uh, that was a really good guess. But no, uh, it was not that. This is what Jeremy got me. It was uh, America's most beautiful gold coins. So there's a gold coin here.
4: Oh, hell yeah. And
3: a gold coin here. And mm-hmm. not to be done... Here's a Native American looking sad at all the gold that we stole from him. So, very nice. I'm very excited by these. Um That's and awesome. in addition, uh Jeremy got me a soap bar, uh a bar of soap, and would you would you like to guess what famous uh famous horror uh object is immortalized in this brick of soap?
4: <laughs> okay. Well, my first I'll, thought.
5: Was, I'll help. I'll, I'll help. Uh, has Ashley what color? Uh, uh,
3: per, uh pink it is. From I'll, the I'll, I'll give you a little look at the the well, well, s- well, what it looks like from the back. But if you'd like to guess, told,
4: what I was going to say was I just assumed it was going to be uh, little teeth marks, kind of like the butter you showed us.
3: Oh yeah, Jeremy's rat butter. Jeremy <laughs> sent us a picture of butter that looked like it had been bitten by a million rats. <laughs> At first, I thought it was just the inside of a squash, but I was like, "Nope, that's butter that you left out in your house."
5: It's, it's kind of scary because it's hard to see if it's a rat or a. <laughs> really, it, it, it bothers me that they might actually on on our uh, countertops. Of <laughs> German, so wow, but I've I've actually I've actually gotten to the point of anger. <laughs> With my uh, my brother, where I say, "Yeah, we're we're pretty much gonna, you know, burn the house down pretty soon." <laughs> and my actually in within the house with me in the house, so
3: just gonna burn it with me. I'm gonna Gilbert grate myself any day now. Um, so I'm gonna do a, do a Nicholas Cage. So, so uh, Ashley, what what I did receive is this is is a very lovely bar of soap, and if I can hold it up close enough so you can see the details. <laughs> That's right.
4: Oh, is is it the Necronomicon, that or is, is this... it, okay? It very is the cool.
3: Necronomicon soap, which I will cherish forever, Jeremy. So I That's appreciate cool. that, buddy. I'm sure
5: that when Eric is done with this, he'll be um, um, using the soap and and videoing of the Necronomicon on his body.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- shoot a video of it entering the the gates of hell, and that's what I call my asshole. So, um, guys, so far so good. Nice start to the new year. I got boy pussy on high alert. Uh, but Christmas Day at uh, the Woodworth House is always a special time for us. Um, we get family together, um, and uh, Jeremy came over, and he only talked about wanting to die like three or four times, which is really refreshing, which I know that he's doing better that way. But we were downstairs, and uh, we started doing I set up karaoke later in the night down in the basement and boy oh boy if old Jeremy P. Woodworth didn't come to the fucking game that day because I popped on a song for Jeremy he was just like I was just like hey I got one for you and he was like oh no and then I put it on and I was like I handed him the mic and he knew what to do with the rest (laughs) of it but I video recorded a rendition of Hallowed Be Thy Name by the Mighty Iron Maiden performed by the great jeremy p woodworth where uh he nailed the beginning so hard but the stroke started to come in as the verses because it was just like the running low whole intro build up mm, 10 out of 10 but as soon as it's like (laughs) yeah And it, rounded down for me. <laughs> it was a really fun time to watch and uh we had a good hoot over that for sure
4: well eric you know they, they say that like people who have dementia sometimes the way to bring them out is like music so apparently we know the same thing works for stroke victims
3: <laughs> hell
5: yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that the uh lyrics of the the uh iron maiden song is i really really like the new the sonic gotta see the new sonic the movie with sonic hedgehog
3: gotta run gotta run get rings now um
5: it's got sonic it's got sonic in it
3: oh fuck yeah so no, but it was good, and it was good to see Jeremy have a have a very fun time doing that. But yeah, the uh, the Woodworth siblings, all of us, were doing a round robin of my my sister Amelia and Rachel both belting out tunes uh, on their own accord, and even you know even Uncle Tom, which was exciting to see him do a fun rendition. who's usually a very quiet, doesn't like to be the center of attention, style man, went up and gave us a rendition of Vanilla Ice Ice Baby that oh, was chef kiss good so can't complain about that at all
4: wait so you're saying he did vanilla ice and not a jackson brown song
5: (laughs) oh hey Jer, Jer, hey i heard you guys were doing karaoke the other day and uh i I noticed that you didn't really play too much jackson brown did you did did you (laughs) think that was maybe uh was that was that on purpose or or do you you maybe next time you're saving it jeremy the last time uh Jeff was in the well. I was like, "Hey, you ready? You ready to hear that uh, Jackson Brown song for uh, the cover of the Wells up, Well Up?" Sure. In the, in the well, oh. Jerry. You know I love Jackson Brown. You, hey, do you know where my Jackson Brown tapes are that I left at your house back in '84? Do you do 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 you think they survived the fire or not? Precious, precious. <laughs> Jackson Brown's coming on. Jackson- <laughs> you guys gonna play some jackson brown or whatever
3: um so no it was a very good time uh, had by all and uh i i got to uh in those last two weeks i've been on i've been on 98 rock and if you're listening to this today uh and you woke up uh, uh on this monday observed holiday then uh you put me on the morning show who uh, was filling in this morning for uh Justin Schlegel, as well as, or no, Justin was there, but uh, filling in for Scott and uh, Spiegel, who was f- getting filled in by Joe. So we got a whole die laughing crew on ninety eight Rock tomorrow morning, which is uh, I'm excited about and uh, not excited about going to sleep at nine o'clock on a day that I'd normally be off. Uh, but you know, hey, listen, you, the things the things you do for tens of listeners in a you know top ten market. Known as Baltimore, so hey, you're,
5: you're going. You're on a. You're going to be on ninety eight tomorrow.
3: Tomorrow morning with me, Justin, and Joe Robinson. Nice, but if they're listening, our listeners are listening now. It's already happened, oh, or so it's, it's happening right now. Likely, it depends when they're listening to it. But yes, this Monday, the second of January, I'll be on.
5: So all we, all we all, as, as 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 long as we know, I guess it's gonna, it's going to be stamboni doing like, playing playing i mean
3: uh, what you need to know jeremy is that we only plan on talking about you the entire time that's really the whole point <laughs> of this is that we we plan on dedicating the whole show to you um in fact i think every musical break i'm gonna i'm just gonna bring every jeremy woodworth hit i want to hear 13 ghosts uh instead of news every hour for sure
5: well, you, you, you really uh, not not only went the uh, extra mile from our last broadcast. <clears throat> boy, I can barely speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this graggly in my, my Cox Um Is that you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> in your <laughs> graggle cocks? Is that
5: what? It... <laughs> I fear the graggle not
3: If we didn't have show names that were going to be the name of the movie we're doing this week, graggle Cox would be my lead runner right now. <laughs>
5: What really really uh what really uh grabbed me was you not only putting in our 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 last uh Christmas song of the year was the Christmases for suicide but not only that you put that on there. I forgot that I, I made that song.
3: Yeah, I, I put on a song that Jeremy's recorded, and he was like, "Hey, when did when did I record that?" Because he heard, he knew it was him because his voice was in there. I was like, "Like two years ago or something like that." He's like, "Oh man!" And he was like, "What a good song!" I was like, "Well, he, I mean, yeah. I mean, you." He was like, "So Jeremy forgot about this song and then started sucking his own dick when he heard it." And he was like, "Man, I mean, that was really. It was like it was like hearing a new tune for you, which I thought was pretty exciting." I was very
5: upset uh, that I forgot even making this song. So
3: somebody has done that to me before. Where I had a uh, I had a listener who was very nice to me. Shout out Greg Box who actually gave me uh, he gave me a bunch of these figures last year and he gave me two Pulp Fiction uh, figures this year. He said something to me at the show and I don't remember what it is. But I was like, hey man, that's really funny. He was like, yeah, I know. You like like you said on Quality Time. I was like. Oh, yeah, I guess I did say that at quality time. I was like, good bit. It's just like, it's just... I was like, yeah, hey, you're I right. Love... That is pretty funny. Made... I love
4: working with men. <clears throat> yes, sir. Have, they,
5: have they made figures of, uh, what, Jules and, and Vern? But uh, who are the other uh, action figures for Pulp Fiction?
3: That's. I mean, I have to go look on the back, but I think there's uh, Marcellus Wallace, and he doesn't look like a bitch, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, so one, 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 of, one of them is um, Pantsless? Uh, I should. Do you want me to go grab? If you give me a second, I'll pull it off and I'll tell you the other figures. Hold on. I,
5: I, I, my my real joke is that uh, I I really see, want a figure of uh, the Gimp.
3: So. Yeah, I mean I think that's what we all want. Uh, I really want the gift personally. I want the accessory of the pocket watch that was up Christopher Walken's ass. That's the <laughs> that's the holy grail. That's the Boba Fett original with the jetpack that does that shoots the fucking missile out the back. You know.
5: And the the other crazy uh, action figure should be uh, should be uh, Honey Bunny from the uh, diner. So,
3: yeah, I'd like that. And like, and here's Jules with real bad motherfucker wallet. Um, <laughs>
5: oh, I just figured I just figured out for the first time that uh, Mace Windows. Uh, lightsaber actually has uh beat bad motherfucker on the emblem of, uh, of his lightsaber
3: hell yeah hell yeah I chopped him in half and i hope he burns in hell <laughs> <laughs> so no, no no good stuff had by all uh so uh i do have one um One last thing, and then I want to hear a little bit about Ashley, because you've been out doing shows, fucking kicking ass and taking names. Uh, This is just too two quick reviews of things that I have consumed. One I've only half but, and really both of them I've only half consumed but uh, shout outs to Terrifier 2 which mm, god damn what a fucking slasher. I mean Jeremy if you, I know you haven't seen Terrifier 2 yet. I believe Ashley has. It has a gore level that is on par with a toxic Avenger level of gore and like pure brutality at moments um, and just Everything in bit in Terrifier One that was good, they fucking quadrupled down on in part two. And I I'm I'm here for it. I still need to watch like the last uh act of it, but man, I got through the fucking bed scene. Uh the the bed scene, Ashley. Oh my god. What <laughs> <laughs> and i went oh oh god no oh boy oh boy that's bad oh no, no why in half no like this i i did like four of those moments watching that um so shout outs to terrifier 2 it costs like uh two three bucks to rent currently uh is how i was able to consume this uh but i also got one game this year and let me tell you, I am probably about halfway through this game right now. Uh, it's by the creator of Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon, and it is called High on Life, and I can't... It is, by far, the funniest game I have ever played, um, to the point where... Uh, there's I mean it's like watching a Rick and Morty episode of just like how the dialogue is all of your guns talk to you the, the guns are characters in the game and as you get them they become helpful allies of who you talk to and how they direct how the action goes but and mm-hmm. um, I, it's not so much the guns that talk. You get kind of used to that um, and how they help the, the plot move along. It's more the NPCs and who you talk to, just that have nothing to do with it. Like, I was going through this one part of town. Uh, I'll give you my two favors. I went, I got like to the top of this building, and there was just like this floating head up there. And he was just like, Hey, yeah, uh, we used to live in the big city, but we moved out here because it's more secluded. You know, me and the wife, we like to have loud, very vocal sounds loud enough so that people can hear it now when we lived in the city people couldn't hear it it was too noisy and like i said it's an important part of our sex life so we moved out <laughs> here and everybody can hear it <laughs> and it's just this guy talking about how he has to fuck his wife so that everybody in the surrounding neighborhood hears it very very funny i i played it back twice um one of, th- one of the characters for the video game uh, jeff dunham no no Jeff Dunham in it uh, because who'd be such a dummy to just listen to that <laughs> um, but uh, my other favorite NPC in the game is you come up to this one guy and he's just wearing a trench coat he's like okay all I sell is space cum if you want the space cum I can sell you the space cum if you don't want it move the fuck on I'm Like, <laughs> so space cum guy was definitely my second favorite by far
5: I haven't I haven't seen enough of these uh these video games are like hmm how can I talk to more things in, in video games that I can really hate more
4: <laughs> Space Come is my favorite uh porn parody of Space Jam. Let me
3: see if I can just pull one little clip. <laughs> Clip up from this just to give you an audio taste of this bad boy because it's so, uh, it's it tickles me so for y'all to hear this. Um, I don't, I don't usually watch like basketball, but which, which is the movie with the cartoons
5: where they <laughs> one guy has AIDS?
1: <laughs>
3: okay, so I this is a pretty fun part from the game, Jeremy. Let me share the screen with you all here. Um, but Let's see, just so you guys can get a whiff of this little piece of share that. All right, can you see that right there? Okay, this is what happened. You needed to get this uh, something from this guy or whatever, and uh, afterwards he has a he has a breakdown because he didn't get space drugs in time, um, and he has to have space drugs. He's very addicted, and the stuff he says while he's on the ground here is really good. Here, give a listen.
1: I'm in a bad spot,
3: man. I don't feel so good. I don't, I don't, I don't feel so good at all. Y- you ready? Yes. Oh, oh, no.
0: One second, though.
3: Oh, no. I, I
1: shit. I shit myself. Oh, oh, no.
0: I piss myself. And the piss is Mixing with the shit
1: in the shit pit. and it's all under me, and I'm, I'm just lying in my own shit pit. Don't look don't don't look like, don't come here huh? What the fuck
3: you want to see that for?
1: What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. What's wrong when you? you get kicked out? The... I don't want to see a man lying and sweating in his own shit pit. You're a pervert. I fucking hate you. You oh don't even like
2: me. You pretend to um... be my best friend.
3: <laughs> so that's, that's just to, to give a little taste of some of the downtime in this game. Is that really Pat and Roswald? Uh no, that, that actually is Patton Oswalt currently. Yes, uh, but yeah, that's just some of the things that happened in this game. And just like, why do you want to see me mixing with shit and piss right now? Are you happy now? Uh, it's really good. It's really good. So, uh, cool. Ashley, uh, you've ended the uh, ended the year with a slew of shows. How have they been going?
4: Um. I guess not bad like nothing necessarily amazing but i will say friday night um i had a show in bethesda and on the way there of course there is a massive accident on i-70 and i was sitting on uh, i-70 at south mountain for at least an hour and i have to pee so fucking
3: here here we go here (laughs) we go baby
4: (laughs) and I'm having this accident before I actually had an accident exactly so here's here's my thought process I'm thinking like how bad is this going to be like am I going to miss the show do I try to turn around like where can I turn around all these thoughts are happening and my bladder is so fucking full and I think to myself well I'm on my period and I'm wearing extra protection do I try to (laughs) Scooch myself so that I can piss into my tampon somehow, like <laughs> just so it'll absorb, so I don't have to get out of this car. There's a lot of. <laughs> I decide that that's a dumb fucking idea. So I'm like, okay, we really gotta pee though. So I pull my car now, off. hold on,
3: real quick, yes. before before you go on. Now listen, was part of your decision-making process, the fact that you have a new car, like if this was the smart car, do you risk it?
4: Okay, so, <clears throat> sorry, Eric makes a great point and he knows me very well. Because <laughs> it's a smart car, for those of you that may or may not remember, One of the first times I ever spent time with Eric before we were friends, before I was ever on the podcast, I had done a show with Eric in Ellicott City for Halloween and I had made fun of Eric for getting stuck in his Spider-Man suit. And then karma got me on the way home when I shit myself dressed like a beer maiden in the smart car. Okay, (laughs)
3: so. As you do. do.
4: So you're right, Eric, had it been the smart car, not only is that car garbage, I would have turned on the heated seats and melted the pee into like yeah. condensation or whatever just let that <laughs> so, stuff
3: just let it bubble like a nice little soupy broth <laughs> underneath you i got you because
4: because it goes through the phases you know condensation precipitation all that so um this is a brand new car eric is 100 right and i'm like i cannot piss myself in my brand new car so i pull the car over on the side of the road because i'm going to go into the woods of south mountain and pee and right as i pull off And I park and I'm rushing out. You see me like undoing my pants. (laughs) I realize that stuck next to me just happens to be a Frederick County Sheriff Deputy.
3: (laughs) Jesus Christ.
4: And I've got my pants holding the crotch as I'm getting ready to like get down into the dirt and rip these down. And I look at him and he rolls his window down and I go, I'm going to do this whether you like it or not.
3: <laughs> so you, wait a minute. You make eye contact with him. What, he sees me. What he holds the window, and I'm. Like,
4: so <laughs> so I look. at him like, I'm I'm gonna do it. You can't stop me. You can try, but you're gonna regret this, it. This
3: is America, sir.
4: He goes. I'm gonna look this way because I can't know you're. I can't know you're doing this. I'm like, oh, okay. So he looks the other way. There's like a hundred cars that just see me go down into the woods. So I go down off the side. I pee. I, I'm like so relieved. I get back in my car, and I realize as I get back in my car that my lip gloss had been in my back pocket and it fell out, and I peed on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, so, that's so that some made real me lip sad.
4: smackers right there. Oh, <laughs> <dude. clears throat> it's root beer flavor. <laughs> um, so I I get over it. I drive down to my show in Bethesda. Fucking wild it is at a skate shop in bethesda maryland and there are fucking birds in the skate shop we are getting heckled by parrots and weird like strange exotic birds they keep there as pets was this was this uh
3: daphne london's show Was this her show because listen hey can i can i can i just say something about this when she Mm -hmm. did my show in Waynesboro that you attended or that Daphne yeah. was on with Umar Khan and, and stuff um my best friend um, D- Dr. Umar Khan and then um <laughs> we she said I've been thinking about throwing a, a show at the skate park and I was just like I was like but yeah but I don't know who would attend it and I'm to do that so so I want I was just like I gave her I was like you know what you should do it throw a fucking thing if it's not good guess what you'll know right away and then it'll be a one-off so i want to i'd like to say that i i helped with this torment by convincing Thanks, her Eric. to do that
4: i love this <laughs> It's like hey ashley i won't put you on a show but i'll put you on other people's shitty shows um <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're getting heckled by literal birds, which is bananas. I never thought I would utter that phrase. Um, I so thought that, bird so, night was bad. Oh, I haven't heard that <laughs> shitty ass name in so long. Uh, so shout out pandemic boredom. So um, I, I, I do the show, but I have this new thing going on in my life, which you boys are kind of aware, which is like, I want to see what I can steal from each venue Mm -hmm. that i met so i made off until i was caught (laughs) (laughs) i made off which i will send a picture later of a lot of stuff i got three harmonicas i got a pack of picks, uh i got a uh cape what am i thinking of caper bar caper for like your guitar like your yeah 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 Thank, thank you. And I stole one of those that are all shoved into my bra. And you can start to notice my boobs don't quite look the right shape. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes back and they go, hey, I'm assuming this is a bit, but just want to point out, we have you like on camera shoving all of this stuff tonight into- and <laughs> we need you to put it back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: <laughs> so I had to put all of it back, but I didn't walk away with one item, a hand-carved guitar pick very nice Oh nice so I added that to my collection Pretty so sweet uh, yeah it was fine. Um, I had a great time last night Happy uh, New Year's Eve with Megan Graves we had a wonderful time um, but yeah looking forward looking forward to the new year for sure
3: um, does anybody would I mean we're out a party in the show well there is one thing I wanted to ask if you wanted to share with us it's a story you told me um, about the wits end. And one of the comedians oh. and, a, and a zinger that you fucking nuke dropped on me That I thought was so fucking funny um,
4: Oh, about another
3: comedian? Y- yeah, about another fellow comedian of yours Who likes sure. to compare herself to you
4: And the nuke that you dropped back on her <laughs> Yeah, okay So... So thank you for reminding me. There's two things. I'll try to make this quick. So I know we're, we're getting long on the show. So um, I went to Wits End on Thursday to celebrate Haley that we all know so much in the comedy community. Yeah, shout out to uh, Haley.
3: Such- what a, what a yeah. great lady. So Jewish. Yeah, she's a- so lovely.
4: <laughs> she's such a sweetheart. And excuse me, she wanted us to roast her. I was very proud. I think I did very, very well. One of my jokes for her is I said, Haley's got an ass like matzo bread. It's flat. It's flaky. And you eat it once a year out of obligation. Um <laughs> so i i what jeremy she has psoriasis no she's just a white <laughs> jew um so uh no we, we had a great time she was awesome so so friend of the show charlotte was there and charlotte um was telling me about how she obviously i know she has a pig As a pet, I Mm -hmm. visited her. I once brought him a pumpkin. It's a lot of fun. So she's telling me about how she was bringing him inside to be a house pig. And the fact that she said house pig made me audibly laugh while she was talking to me. And the feral side of my brain took over and to her face. I'm like, house pig, is that what you call your only (laughs) fan (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh no. fucking turn the savage meter up to 37 jesus christ i was, <laughs>
4: I was on a roll that night because then i told eric i'm sitting at the bar later in the evening right before i go home and all of a sudden the comedian Aries spears is apparently performing at the club this weekend what? And, he, mm-hmm. and he comes over and he sits next to me and i think to myself i'm not really a fan of your work do i need to say anything to you so i'm sitting next mm-hmm. to him but he looks at me I just wave respectfully. He says hi back. That's it. He orders a drink and he like mixes it himself, like back and forth between two glasses, takes his drink and leaves. Well, jut the bartender, goes to get rid of the excess alcohol and drink in the other cup. And I reach across and I put my hand on Judd and I go, no. And he's like, what are you, What? And in front of everybody, I drink the remnants of Aerie Spears drink because I'm poor.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. He's
4: like, Do you know what you drink? And I was like, I think it was whiskey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you had your own little mad TV experience. This is nice. This is this is good. 2023 is gonna be the year of Pontius. I can feel it.
4: Yeah, like Eric is a hundred percent right. Like people do not understand how fucking like money i am i mean look at the look at the talent i'm fucking surrounded by the woodworth brothers carlos mencia years i mean guys <laughs>
3: Uh, I would, before we get into tonight's movie, which we're, we're about to come up on and I know we're going a little bit long, but it is, we've been on a two week break and I did want to just share this. And if you guys don't have something in return, that's fine, but I'd at least like to share mine. So if you have a new year's resolution you would like to share, uh, I'd at least like to share mine with you now. For years, you guys have known me. uh, I would say that I enter life with a a level that some would say is a a toxic level of positivity at times. Okay. Um, I'm always let's look at the bright side, let's keep moving. Um, I've always encouraged people to follow their dreams for years. I'm like, hey, if you want to do that, you should do it. You want to start a show at a skate park, you should do that. You want to to start a podcast with your brother who is going to have a stroke and barely be able to talk, you should do that. These are the things that go through my head all the time. I'm part of the podcast. (laughs) And so my 2023 resolution is for the last decade, everyone who I've maybe inspired to do comedy... Maybe I've told them that they should write that book, that they should aspire for their dreams. I have decided to assess all of those and tell them if they should stop or not at this point, because we just like, for instance, I I think I'm partly responsible for a Chris Restivo and gaslighting him into thinking he could make a, a clothing brand, that he is a good person when he's none of those things. We, he mm-hmm. almost made three podcasts. He almost made three <laughs> podcasts. Yes, exactly. So my my goal this year is to go back and tell these people to stop.
5: We almost had a stripper as as one of our, our podcast um, uh, presenters, and she was so bad she went to the bathroom and he, never came. And back. did
3: heroin. Um, that's good. That's oh, oh, all right.
4: see. She, she, I'm on. Go
3: ahead. Yeah,
4: I I was just going to say my only I I mean I fully support you Eric. Um my only fear and maybe Jeremy has the same fear. My only fear is like when this year is Eric going to come to me and tell me that everything he's told me was a bad idea. <laughs> I,
3: only time will tell, sweet Ashley. Only time will tell. Uh yeah. just let the year unfold day at a time, day at a time. Um no, so I am very. Uh, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about the new year, and you know what? A new year of the podcast unf- uh, unfurling as uh, as we get into bigger, better things, day in, day out. Um, and Jeremy, uh, back to you, sir, uh, my stroke riddled bro- brother. Um, I'm trying to pull up this audio. Jeremy, you had this week's um, movie. Oh, there. Let's do this. Maybe I could get the name right. <laughs> female Trouble. Female Trouble is our movie this week, which I'm very excited to bring with us. Uh, the 1975 John Waters classic, Female Trouble. Jeremy, why Female Trouble?
5: well, um, my uh, BFF uh, actor, friend. definitely, uh, one of the reasons of this movie is that one of the reasons why uh, I had a, a scene with uh, us as uh, John Wayne Gacy, and the other thing is important as John Wayne Gacy was. Um, shit rid- rid- riddled um, uh, underpants for scenes.
3: <laughs> oh, very good. So, yeah, this is a uh, this is the 1975 follow up to John Waters' uh, uh, initial movie uh, follow up for um, uh, Pink Flamingos, which Jeremy think- really loves. Pink Flamingos it's one of his favorite movies of I all time.
5: I don't think there's a difference. I think uh, the, um, the the musician uh, Roger Waters. Um, Pink and mangoes.
3: So. Oh yes, yes, yes. No. So, uh, uh, no, but Pink Flamingos is, is uh, and and Female Trouble. This movie is uh, it's pretty phenomenal. It's a movie that John Waters wrote just for the lead star, Divine, a, uh, a the drag queen, the foul mouth drag queen, Divine, who uh, absolutely steals every scene in this fucking movie from beginning to end. Uh, a laugh riot, and I would say, really falls under the pulpiest of movies that we've ever done here. I just love how fucking trashy this movie is it's on par with a street trash or any other film that we've ever done uh except it's actually written much better and and actually has more hilarious bits in it than i've ever seen and i definitely ripped plenty of audio from it um but one funny thing that i found out about this you're not going to believe this uh I, i did a bunch of research for this movie um uh the lead um actor uh who plays dawn davenport is uh, uh the drag queen divine i i just found this out he's actually a gay guy and i had no idea coming into this that a gay man could even pull off such a role as this
4: can can i be honest <laughs> that as much as i love i love this movie jeremy i want you to know that um am i divine because like we're both really fat and we love food and we both have five o'clock shadow and we like to burn buildings down like
3: (laughs) and you love shoving cod in your pussies i mean it's just it's it's there's the connotations are endless
5: (laughs) did anybody anybody uh, read the uh trivia about uh rex reeves in this movie
3: yeah apparently rex reed had wrote that uh um where do they hide these people and where do they go when the the lights go out where
5: where do these people come from where do they go when the sun goes down isn't there a law already something (laughs) because he he was obviously a a a reviewer of movies back in the uh village voice Mm -hmm. was like wait a second they, they don't put the other the other point of this of this village voice yeah Rex Reed is very gay yeah yeah he, he's like it's like it's being it's like he, he even he is like hate, 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 he hates John Waters films
3: like that's too gay. It's like I I just like that John Waters the thing about John Waters films that I love the best is that he pokes fun at the own community that he's in a lot of like mm-hmm. them taking themselves too seriously. He was just like, "Oh, they always are just me. We we're just like we're a bunch of theater fags and they take it way too seriously." And I think that John Waters really loves poking fun at his own community and like just stop and laugh at yourselves every once in a while and how ridiculous you are and uh, I think divine when he met him uh and what a ridiculous character he was he's like yeah I could write a million movies for you until you die of a heroin <laughs> overdose um. now,
5: now, now, no no matter how much how much uh our 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 comedian uh who who just des- destroyed her career for uh having a headless trump that she, she destroyed her uh, uh um, her. Uh Cathy Griffin. Griffin,
3: is that who you're looking for? Okay, got it. Yeah.
5: Not only destroying that is, is that she destroyed my fa- favorite time of every year was New Year's where she just uh just just uh, just,
3: uh we would always try to make out with uh um with Anderson
5: Cooper. Yeah, but, with
3: Anderson Co- Cooper. He she would sexually assault uh Anderson Cooper every year. Gosh, it was my oh, favorite time of the year.
5: So,
4: well, if you think about it, Jeremy's our, our, our new New Year's rock and eve.
5: <laughs> 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 they, they 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 almost had it for a year of uh, uh, Anderson Cooper for the one time that he drank some tequila and he's like, uh, uh,
4: and they <laughs> I, I
5: drank like that much.
4: I say, Jeremy, let's bring your holiday spirit back next New Year's Eve. I'll dress up. I'll get a real short haircut, put my fat little body in a suit, and I'll be Anderson Pooper.
5: I got it. I got it. I, <laughs> I, was, I was actually a fan of, of uh, Kathy, Kathy Griffith. That Not only was she in uh, Pulp Fiction, where she was in the car crash with uh, Bruce Willis, but also she was also part of the entourage of uh, Medusa with uh um uh, medusa uh, dare to be truthful
4: oh, oh. oh. Look, we're gonna we're gonna bring your spirit back. Maybe next year I'll let you both watch my balls drop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so this story follows uh the life and times of the lead uh, the lead here played by Divine, Dawn Davenport, who's a rebellious bad girl teenager who smokes cigarettes, uses hairspray, and doesn't care about school. So much so that she gets caught eating in the opening scene in class when the teacher confronts her about it with this little clip right here. You
1: will go to the- for a month for this. I won't go. I wasn't eating. From your appearance, Miss Davenport, it looked like you never stopped eating. <laughs> Get up here.
3: Oh, man. So it comes out fired on all cylinders. Uh, uh, we also get to meet her two best friends, uh, Chicolette and uh, uh, Conchita, uh, who discuss the upcoming Christmas holiday. And uh, Dawn is very, very excited because she's requested she get Cha Cha heels for Christmas. Uh, but unfortunately, her parents don't deliver on that promise at all.
2: What, what are they? are your new
1: shoes, Dawn. Those aren't the right kind. I told you, Chacha your black one. Nice girls don't wear Chacha heels. Give me those presents. I don't need to wear those ugly shoes. I told you the kind I wanted. You ruined my presents. Please, don't
3: she then proceeds to destroy the Christmas tree and crush her mother beneath the tinsel. Uh, I just love what a fucking beast Divine is. She just, she's ten times the size of both her parents. She's like, ah! I'm not wearing any of these ah, like that. And I like how she kind of talks a little bit like the, um, like the, the Pee-wee's uh, arch nemesis and Pee-wee's big adventure. Like no daddy. I never said anything. I wanted Pee-wee to help me. Like
5: also, uh, also, uh, the, the, my, my, fa- my favorite uh, 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 rendition of uh, John Wayne Gacy from uh, Pee-wee's big adventure. So,
3: Oh yeah, yeah. He is. He does stars Gacy. You know one of the uh, Gacy movies. I've never watched that Gacy film, but Jerry's saying sorry
5: it's like, if you're in my basement Gacy.
3: So, so uh, she storms off, uh, and uh, after she opens her presents and uh, goes out on the town, um, and and gets picked up. by uh, by an the the same actor who plays Divine, uh, uh but dressed as a man, and he goes, "Hey, are you trying to get picked up?" And then, uh, he then drives her out to a mattress and uh, and what I can only guess is the side of Pulaski Highway, and <laughs> then. <laughs>
4: I I can't believe that they had sex on the rubble of the Woodworth family home.
3: Yes, yes, they they fuck on the on the burnt down remnants of our old childhood (laughs) home, and uh, she steals his wallet in the in in the process, uh, so she can at least find out who he is. Uh, And there, it's just a very long gratuitous sex scene of Divine fucking himself uh, for the next (laughs) for way too long. Like, oh yeah, like. (laughs) A a
5: thing that really just sets this movie apart is that literally the the cinematography is as bad as like a Manson film is also that after they crushed the mother on the Christmas tree as the the zoom in with the mother is still on the Christmas tree. (laughs) <laughs> which is also <laughs> segues. It's like, Oh, well, she's ad- obviously uh, upset from Christmas as she's run away from home from Christmas <laughs> in front of every, <laughs> and of course, there's also divine song about being,
3: being female trouble. So, oh. so uh, things move very fast in the first act here. After they have sex, you find out uh, shortly after that divine is pregnant Um, And so she uses his ID to call up Earl, the sleazy man who knocked her up. And uh, you get to hear this interaction here.
1: Hello? Is Earl Peterson there? This is Dawn Davenport. Dawn Davenport. You made love to me Christmas morning. Well, I just wanted to tell you that I'm pregnant and I want money. You stole my wallet, you fat bitch. (laughs) So what if I did? I want money. You'll never get any money from me, cow. Just because you got them big udders don't mean you're something special. Get the hook! Go fuck yourself for all I care. Yeah! Go fuck yourself! <laughs>
5: so,
4: am I not special?
5: <laughs> I, 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 let's, let's, let's bring it round to, a, like, 30 years, ago. the, the, uh, uh, uh the f- favorite, uh, character from another John Waters, uh, or Roger Waters film, where he, he uh, character, her name is, uh, uh, Ursula Utters.
3: Ah, there you go, Ursula Utters, there you go. So, uh, she, she immediately goes and then, uh, gives birth to her newborn baby, uh, (laughs) where she... uh, (laughs) They actually have a newborn baby, and uh, she bites the umbilical cord and then spits it out on
4: the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <On> the, <couch. laughs> the note that i made was i was like what the fuck she bit the umbilical cord like a grizzly bear <laughs> uh, yes yes
3: and spits it on the couch. now uh and, and she just loves her newborn baby girl taffy uh who we'll find more about about taffy as the movie progresses here but uh uh fun fact about that newborn baby if you later in the film you're gonna meet the lady who is the uh the desk the front desk person at the hair salon that actually was her child that she had during the shooting of this that she agreed to use uh uh john waters to use for that scene so that's <laughs> uh, that's the actual actress's baby that they used for that uh shot right there um i, w- I would like to give
5: the the top three uh ball marie's actors <laughs> And our, our name, I think, and her name is uh, Edith Massey who was also just unbelievably ugly and, and, and huge. But also, <laughs> for whatever outfit he put her in, in whatever kind of weird outfit that she's supposed to be slutty in this, she's also, <sighs> she's from her er, early work in the movie uh, Pink Flamingos, she's in a trailer uh, home that she's also in a baby a baby what are these this little crib thing yes she's sitting in a crib eating eggs
3: mm, fuck God. yeah so uh egg lady our new our new mother Dawn uh, then sets out on a life of crime to provide for her child uh, where she works at a diner but also uh, strips and uh, does prostitution uh, by night where we get to see Divine's sweet chubby body in every piece of revealing attire that you could imagine and lots of guys in suits going, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> which rules Uh, and definitely made me laugh very hard. And uh, she's uh, uh, she's she's doing doing her thing and then uh taffy becomes uh an obnoxious preteen girl shortly after this who is uh jumping rope uh, a little too close to sweet dawn uh so much so that she freaks out and is about to beat her with a, a a coat hanger when her friends come in who've stolen a tv um she starts freaking out and they have to literally chain her up upstairs uh in a very very uncomfortable looking bed uh very, um, definitely says a uh, child sex ring, um, about her.
4: It it looks like Hellraiser, <laughs> the yeah, mattress yeah, yeah, from yeah. Hellraiser.
3: <laughs> and then, uh, I do like when after they chained her up, we get to hear uh, Divine give out this line right here, which I thought was very funny.
1: Maybe she needs more punishment. I've done everything a mother can do. I've locked her in her room. I beat her with the car, aerial. Nothing changes her. It's hard being a loving mother. I give her free food, a bed, clean underpants. What does she expect? I can't be her little baby friend all the time. Just get your hair done tomorrow and you'll feel better. That's what I always do when I get depressed.
3: So just get your hair done tomorrow, hon. That's always makes me feel better. And uh, shortly after that, we get the introduction of uh, if you thought Divine was the grossest thing that you could see in this movie, you were wrong because you're about to meet Aunt Ida and her all, nephew Gator.
5: All I can hear is is her uh, stealing a TV in this movie, and all I can think about is, is what's her name from... I stole the TV from strangers with candy and I made a bit, a bit more time and I'm back in school. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. I do love. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I get so confused, Eric. So obviously no divine, but is it Dawn is the name of her character? Dawn Davenport. Okay. So Dawn. So I do love that. What Eric's about to point out is that somehow Dawn ends up with Violator from Spawn as a mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, you get to be Aunt Ida, who looks like just a living embodiment of garbage. Uh, you see her tits in the first scene that you see her, and then she puts on clothing, which is actually somehow worse than her being nude. And you're like, I went back to just seeing her titties because this is actually worse.
5: I, I have I have a personal vendetta with my BFF that says uh, our John Link, who was in so many bad films, <laughs> but also he was like the 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 Edith at Massey of of our of our generation. Mm-hmm. At the same time, my 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 buddy would be like, well, you know, he wasn't as good as you because at least he could uh, uh, he could uh, do his lines. That is true. <laughs> <I'm> like,
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I I do I do have to say, and boys, tell me if you agree or not. She, you know, she's got a certain body type. All bodies are bodies um and i have to say that what makes it worse to me everything on top is the teeth those raggedy chompers (laughs) I, i can't it takes me out everything else about her i could be like you know what you do you boo good for you but the minute she opens that bear trap of a mouth i just can't
3: yeah it's fucking disgusting uh but i do have a little bit of our authentic uh baltimore actor who, who's playing gator and aunt ida and uh this is uh them two talking and boy get ready for a mid-atlantic accent if you never heard one here we go all those
2: beauticians and you don't have any boy dates i don't want any boy dates Oh, honey, I'd be so happy if you turned nally.
0: No way. I'm straight. I mean, I like a lot of queers, but I don't think they're equipment.
2: You know, I like women. But you could change. Queers are just better. I'd be so proud if you was a fag and had a nice beautician boyfriend. I'd never have to worry.
0: ain't right, nothing to worry about.
2: I worry that you'll work in an office. Have children. Celebrate wedding anniversaries the world of heterosexual is a sick and boring life
0: sometimes i think you're fucking crazy i'm real happy just the way
2: i am oh let me bleach
3: your hair let's go down the wagon wheel bar i know there's some nice boys. oh man don't worry about it i'm not queer grandma i'm gonna be fine (laughs) um i love that he
4: talks like tommy but looks like tegan (laughs) (laughs)
3: from tommy to tegan i love that (laughs) oh heterosexuals really like jackson brown (laughs) (laughs) so uh so uh she ends up going don ends up going to uh the uh the owners of the lipstick and meeting them at the hair salon there where she also meets the very lovely Gator uh, There, it's owned by Donald and Donna Dasher uh, uh, she also gets her hair done by Gator uh, who proposes marriage the same day Gator just happens to be Dawn's next door neighbor where he lives with Aunt Ida an obese elderly woman who dresses outrageously and encourages her nephew to be gay now Aunt Ida is heartbroken when Dawn and da- Gator get married because like she said she wanted a nice queer boy um and now she has clashes with Don repeatedly thereafter so with the stages set um dawn and gator are married for five years before things start to fall apart gator cheats on him by uh eating some girl's pussy and then uh with other women yeah and uh while Aunt Ida harasses her by dumping garbage in the backyard, Taffy is now a
5: grown teenager. That let's go really philosophical for a movie like this. That in Baltimore, the real the real uh, uh, twenty is the is the forty because you know you you you've done the drugs at twenty five year old. You're looking like forty five, and and I and I that's well, the you, old car that I that I that I that I that I uh, hung out was. And I was like, man,
3: this this bar, everybody looks really old because
5: they're dying
3: of drugs soon. Yeah. So uh, we get to uh, uh, now the teenaged version of Taffy is something to behold. She's still wearing a tutu. Uh, she's a bit of a wild child, uh, still annoying as hell. Uh, she walks in on her parents fucking where you get to see dad's cock. And she, she says, Hey, will you, Hey, why don't you give daddy some sugar, which is gross. Uh, as you see his dick and, uh, divine, uh, divine or Dawn then explains what her daughter's problem is
1: that they told me you are most definitely retarded. I never went to any hospital. That is a rotten, filthy lie. I'm afraid it's the truth. I don't like it any better than you do. To think that my genes were polluted by your birth is not a very pleasant thought. Oh, how can I call you my mother? I wish I'd been an orphan.
0: You can tell she's retarded. Look at her face. She has the face of an old woman.
3: Oh, it's true. (laughs) So she uh she just calls her daughter retarded and it's uh i i guess that's that's it um
5: but i think this movie is is you know very timely and it hasn't been uh, dated at
3: all So uh, we uh she Obviously, uh, Sweet Dawn is very distressed still by the fact that she has a cheating husband, and uh, decides to go down to the lipstick, uh, uh, um, to the lipstick, the the little hair salon, where she meets with Donald and Donna and they want to make her a model um, because they have an art project that's based on violence and criminality and like could you would you be willing to do crimes you're like of course I'd be willing to do crimes still and be filmed this is what I was born for but I need you to fire my husband because we're getting a divorce so she gets her husband fired um, which is now sends him into a spiral and I have one audio clip and then I'll open it up to both of you guys for comment after this, but this is um, this is Gator um, talking with Aunt Ida, and Aunt Ida is trying to set him up on a date with her queer friend. Here we go.
2: Wait till you meet my little Gator. You two are going to fall right in love. My dear, I hope so. Are you sure he's gay? Well, I just use common sense. I mean, if they're smart, they're queer. And if they're... St- Stupid. They're straight. Right, Ernie? Are you sure you won't have another pretzel? I'm
1: sure, Miss Thing. I'm sure. Pretzels give you plaque.
2: Gator, what a coincidence. There's somebody here dying to meet you. Ernie, this is Gator. Gator, this is Ernie.
0: Hi, studs. Get him out of here.
2: Gator Nelson, you be polite to Ernie. He wants a date with you.
0: Well, I don't want a date with him. I came to say goodbye, and I'm moving to Detroit.
2: What?
0: I want to be near the auto industry. I'm sick of hair.
3: Hold on. I want. To, I just want to point out how he says the word industry real quick. Let's just listen yeah. to that back one more time. What?
0: I want to be near the auto industry. I'm sick of hair. I wanna be near the auto industry. I wanna be near the auto industry. I'm stuck. I wanna be near the auto industry. I'm stuck. I wanna be near the <laughs> auto industry. I'm am stuck of hairdressing and besides, don't have me fired.
5: I-
3: <laughs> i feel like when he read the script he was just like yeah that word reads industry i know how that reads i'm not fucking i used to work at joe tamarchio's mr tar and i know how industry is spelled
5: <laughs> uh you know balmer is part of the uh Industrial complex Stop.
3: yeah you know you know when i you know when england invented the steam engine it was the industrial revolution and that was crazy when that started happening pumping all that black smoke into the fucking air and stuff we ain't been
4: the same ever since
5: oh my gosh <laughs>
4: So, uh, you know that stuff that comes out of your boobs when you have a kid—it's colostrum. <laughs>
3: <laughs> colostrum. Everybody seen that. We know it. We know it and we've seen it. Um, so, uh, Gator's now left I, on the streets. I grew up in Columbia. I'm totally normal. I'm from
5: Baltimore, and I, I speak in as as much of a person that had a stroke. This year, anybody else also make, with their words.
3: I also, the other thing I love is the fact that Gator's such a piece of shit that, like, and it, it, it's such a Baltimore joke that was saying, I'm leaving this shithole Baltimore to go to Detroit, which is Detroit has <laughs> always been. There's like, there's only two cities that are less that are more shitty that like Baltimore holds are like, Yeah, well at least we're not Detroit or at least we're not Cleveland. Those are the two places like consistently I'm we're not like Cleveland today. Yeah Cleveland.
4: Baltimore people always like, Well at least it ain't Detroit or Cleveland, then who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so last night I was in Baltimore for New Year's Eve and someone came up to me and they're like, Oh, Ashley, like were you scared to come to Baltimore? Like at night? I know that's not really your thing. And I was like, I don't care about coming to Baltimore at night. I'm like, I'm more scared of your city during the day. I'm like, you know how whenever the lights come up at the end of last call and you see what you're taking home, I'm like, that's Baltimore in the daylight.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's – hey, listen, the one thing about driving at night in Baltimore, there's less squeegee kids. Uh, that's It's nice. Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> Gator – is uh is left out into the streets, uh, he becomes estranged and decides to leave for Detroit. Now, um we have the uh, the dasher and uh, the dashers then decide to go film Sweet Dawn committing crimes, which uh, they just walk down the streets of Baltimore. And like, oh, I really love this place, and it's like they're clearly like walking down some street in Hamden right there. They're like, oh, look at this right here, and uh, they they take it in and get to film Dawn almost killing her child by breaking a chair over and then taking pictures. Like, oh, ah yes and they're like yes this is good we love this and then just as uh she's really starting to peak finally dawn's really coming to her own of child abuse and becoming a superstar ida comes in with like a vase of acid and splashes her in the face ruining her modeling career um and taking her to the intensive care unit um but Whilst in the intensive care unit, she gets to, uh, she has her face uncovered, and they they gaslight her into thinking she's even more beautiful than she's ever been, because she's now their art piece, right? So they uncover her, and they're like, oh, look how great you look, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, really? I look great? And she looks like her face, as, if I could lift a line from the great Rowdy Roddy Piper from the movie uh, They Live, it looks like her face... Uh, the cheese dip in 1954 um <laughs> I guess she was even more uh, scarred by seal <laughs> yes yes she just looked like a regular seal um
4: Jesus. she looks like um, she got
3: kissed by every rose bitten by wolves <laughs>
4: <laughs> can i also point out that before her accident is it me or does Divine look like a fat Amy Winehouse?
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she looks like she's turned down rehab multiple times. Oh uh, my God. It's Amy
4: Swinehouse.
3: I, it's, 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 I took this uh, movie
5: literally a, a month ago for not seeing it for the first time. And I swear I, I took a little clip from the movie <laughs> that the scene of of divine and this dude are literally on the outside of the set from the homicide set which was literally 20 years before homicide was on 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 uh the tv show so oh wild uh, so, i
4: wouldn't have i wouldn't have picked up on that
5: yep that's, that's the actual uh, waterfront in uh on fells point was, was oh. from 1974 so
3: so, That's cool. After Dawn recovers from her wounds, her face is horribly mutilated, but the Dashers convince her that the wounds are beauty marks. She then refuses plastic surgery. They also uh, redecorate her home and buy her new clothes. Dawn's final treat is Ida herself, as uh, Ida is now locked in a giant birdcage within the home where uh, she is now imprisoned there. Um, and they actually cut off, uh, they actually convince her to cut off uh, her hand with an axe where it will later be replaced with a hook that uh, Taffy brings to her Um, a lot of things happen there in in 90 minute movie it moves the one thing I'll give a John Waters film it never has a pacing problem you get this and then you get that and then you get this we don't worry about the in-betweens it's it's great so um, Taffy who's enraged at Dawn insists that uh, she tell her the whereabouts of her father, Earl. And so Taffy goes in search to finally meet her dad, Earl. And I have one last audio clip for this right here. What you
1: say your mother was? Dawn Davenport. You know her? What she look like? Fat, very fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe remember. <laughs> oh, daddy, I knew you would. Mother's been awful to me. For years I've suffered. Please. Let me stay with you for a while. I won't be any trouble. I can, I'll can, i help you clean and, and we can go out together and, and maybe you can buy me some regular clothes. And... Can you fuck as good as your mother? Pink! <laughs> you <laughs> pig! You goddamn Hey, little savage, you threats like
3: that! And then he proceeds to try to sexually assault his own daughter, where he actually whips out his cock and they have a close up of the penis that's just covered in sores and bumps. And, uh, man. Man, what a good bit like <laughs> i it's very rare where i mentioned something on the show and both ashley and jeremy are shocked beyond belief <laughs> but this did it that but that one did it for sure um it's only a,
5: a, a character better than uh, odorous your so. yeah yeah
4: I hope that men remember sleeping with me in the same way being like what did she look like and they're like real fat, real hairy, and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember
3: yeah. that one. <laughs> so, the Dashers then escalate their experiment with Dawn, injecting her with liquid eyeliner, telling her to take it like drugs, which uh, Divine actually did stab her own arm with a needle for this scene. Uh, Dawn is so influenced by them that she no longer knows what is real and what isn't. Uh, the design stage... Uh, they design a stage show for her and, uh, on opening night she is visited backstage by Taffy, who has now become a Harry Krishna, uh, which she said, I would disown you if you ever became a Harry Krishna. I love how much they they, they spend like seven minutes on this movie shitting on Harry Krishna's. So they're like, Why can't they just let us live? And they're at the airports. He's like he's like, I would disown you instantly if I ever came downtown and seat you with a Harry Krishna thing on. <laughs>
4: Um I'm going to double down on this bit and let y'all know that my nickname is Harry Krishna. <laughs> so
3: uh but uh it it results backstage with her uh strangling her own uh daughter backstage Uh, she then goes out and does her act which is really just the act that Divine would do on stage Uh, she brings out a giant uh, thing of fish she starts shoving it in her pussy she starts throwing it out at the crowd she pulls out a gun then she starts shooting people in the crowd and going insane and then runs out after a riot breaks out during Divine's show Um, she's now a fugitive but not for long Uh, she's it's funny they filmed this scene in the middle of November and she's still in like her drag thing and she's drinking out of like a creek that's probably feeding the Patapsco River and uh, just... Uh, uh, Eric... It's the
4: Poo-Tapsco River. The
3: Poo-Tapsco River. And uh, the police come out. She uh, tries to swim across uh, a giant thing, but she's just met by them and uh, immediately apprehended. Um, Dawn feels no remorse for her crime, considering that uh, uh, the trial the highest reward in her career but she is outraged when the Dashers turn the trial and try to deny their involvement in everything. The Dashers, everybody was just like, oh, it was her idea. She was a fucking piece of shit and for their testimony, they're granted immunity. Then Dawn gets the uh, the death sentence ultimately and her stint in jail leads her to believe that she is a superstar and that her criminal celebrity will endure till after she's dead. So much so that she starts making out With her girlfriend in a cell and like finger banging her. And (laughs) I I love when uh, they, uh, (laughs) I love uh, uh, the one very Baltimore guard lady comes in. And I did rip this audio. He's just like, hey, hey, pussy bumping will get you out of here real quick. And (laughs) and he's like,
4: come on, it's her last day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just really glad that Charlotte finally found love. Yeah. So, uh,
3: they, uh, they end up strapping Dawn to the electric chair where she launches into a speech and thanks everybody for this crowning moment. And they throw the switch, killing her and ending the movie ultimately. Um, which brings us to an end of, uh, of, uh, girl trouble, uh, female <laughs> trouble. Sorry. There we go. Female trouble. Now, the, uh, The funny part about when this movie premiered, uh, this movie premiered uh, and the Maryland death penalty had actually been suspended. And the week of the premiere, it was repealed so that we had a death penalty in Maryland again. So when it actually released, there was a uh, there was that. Okay, Jeremy is showing a picture of the Colorado. uh, uh, Dark night um, shooter and we don't know why he's showing that and maybe he will enlighten us as best as he can that uh, not only um
5: what thirty years later for the uh, the uh, Colorado shooting, but the whole thing is that uh divine is of course uh, in a in a a, a a theater shooting after after the, the oh, tra- yeah. tra- trampoline thing the other the other thing is that he's he's so um, impressed about he, but shooting his, his audience before the thing is also, he's really talking about how much he's, he's such a fan of uh, Richard Speck, who was also the ma- mass murder, murder, murderer from uh, 1966. Yeah. And, Richard Speck
3: went on a really good killing spree for sure.
5: Yeah. So, so really, really, uh, Waters, uh, making a real, real time for, you know, uh, Mass shootings and and serial killers for for its day. So,
3: yeah, he's a real. He really saw this before it happened. People being obsessed with fame and making criminals a uh, 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 celebrities and uh, uh, and then and predicted. um, You know, it has everything but a school shooting. If we're honest at this point, I mean that's the only thing this thing was missing. If I'm being in terms of pure depravity and stuff like that. Let's not
5: forget the other the other. colorado shooting guy the the um howard holmes also making a a a a hotel to murder people like johnny Johnny depp film so
4: we need a divine sequel someone to play divine to play dawn in this day and age and we can just call it sandy hooker
3: (laughs) Or, or wouldn't it be fun if we we retconned it and did like a Quentin Tarantino type movie where she finally got, uh, you know, every got help for her drugs and we called it the Divine Intervention. Um, so, <laughs>
5: in a movie that every, every it gets, gets uh, fin- somebody gets killed by the Manson's and Hitler in the same movie. So.
3: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But that does bring us to an end of, uh, female trouble. Maybe Jeremy, I'm your final dead. thoughts on female trouble. Um, uh, you know, just
5: another, another more, more normal movie for Baltimore. So.
3: Hell yeah. Baltimore's finest. John Waters finest. And, Good uh, times. Uh, Roger, and, Roger and Roger Waters finest. Um, Coochie Carnage Miss Ashley Pontius Your final thoughts On female trouble
4: uh, Love the movie I might have to steal "Female Trouble" as the name of my autobiography.
3: <laughs> oh, very good, very good. And I personally, listen, "Female Trouble" is uh, one of the better movies Jeremy's picked. I'm glad he's he's got he's on a good movie. Listen, you're gonna still have to dig out from your picks from last year because um, uh, you made us watch "Pennies from Heaven," a lot of really bad stankers. But this one has been one of your better ones, Jeremy, and I appreciate the uh, the pick. I'll always watch this sweet cross. Dressing, uh, fucking pig! Anytime you want to put it on the screen, uh, I'm very I excited would, by it.
5: I would never mention a bad movie like, like the
4: Panther
5: uh, Steve Martin films. Out.
3: Yes, yes. Um, Ashley, where can people find you at?
4: Uh, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs or my horror page on Instagram, Slash and Gash DMB uh, You can catch me uh, headlining Battery Island January 20th and doing the Glow Women of Comedy show in Mount Airy on the 21st.
3: Fuck yeah. Check all that shit out. Uh, all things Eric Comedy at EricComedy.com. If you're listening to it this week, I will be at the cellar door on Tuesday night doing a riff in time. Uh, that would be tomorrow if you're listening to this now. Um, I'll also be in Bethesda at some show. I'll post it up on my socials, so check that out. Ericcomedy.com. Uh Jeremy, take us the fuck out of here, brother.
5: I'm going to Baltimore 7 Gimme give Gimme give give Go!